Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi, singer, rapper, writer, recording engineer, model, all around entertainer, and thank you so much for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry, the business, and how we can help each other to become better artists. This week on Lex Chat, I'm sitting down with Derek Maxwell, also known as Maximilian of Game Changers Radio. And we're gonna chat about the relationship between artists and radio stations. And if that sounds like a topic that you'd be interested in listening in on, then stay tuned. Alrighty, so as of this recording, um, the typical way that I do my, you know, format of everything, uh-huh. do a Lex check. It's just kind of like a check-in with like personal things or events that you might have going on. Okay. Um, so that's why I asked you earlier to think about some things you might want to announce. Okay. But uh, as of this recording, I don't have any events set in stone for the end of August. But there are a few things that are in talks. So I'm in talks to perform at a fashion show on Sunday, August 28th, featuring body paint artists and models in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Friday, August 26th, um, the artist that I did that song Deep Thoughts with, his name is Era Music. He's going to be coming to Atlanta to do a performance slash listening party. He hasn't told me if I'll be performing with him yet, but he has that event on the 26th of August, which is a Friday. That's going to be at the Black Label event space at 724 Monroe Drive Northeast Suite B in Atlanta, Georgia at 9 o'clock p.m. On Thursday, there's going Thursday, November 10th, there is a Rue Elevé virtual fashion show. But again, I will get more information on those as they come along. If you want to stay up on date, up to date on the shows and events that I'll be participating in or attending, make sure that you stay locked in with my website, LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. There is where you're going to find the event and ticket information for all of these events. Other things to let y'all know about, check out my song Options that I did with Maurice Beats, which if you are listening to this on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that is playing in the background right now. And that is available on all major streaming platforms. So make sure y'all check that out. That's Options with Maurice Beats. And make sure, again, you go to my website to check out Lexi merchandise. I have the hats, wristbands, lighters with built-in bottle opener, and the Lexi posters, the the artistic ones. And then I have like Mm. the sexy Lexi posters if y'all want to get into that. Um, Recently, I've been featured in an online publication, Voyage Savannah. Go to voyagesavannah.com slash interview slash check out Lexi's story. And that's going to be in the episode notes below. So make sure you check that out. Also, keep in mind that I'm still doing Lex Rated. I've decided it's going to be $25 for three songs. Okay. I'll review it live either on Lex Chat or they can tell me if they want me to do it on like their own dedicated YouTube video. Okay. I've already been doing the Lex Rated with albums. Just reviewed Drake's album. Honestly, right. never mind. I've already done Kendrick Lamar. And since I've done Drake, now it's time for me to do Beyonce because, you know, they're both house music. So I'm definitely going to compare that. I'm pretty sure Beyonce is going to be better than Drake. Mm. It's very disappointed. But y'all will see that when it comes out. Um, also want to give a shout out to L. Cardi, who opened up a club and hookah lounge called I Hookah ATL, which is located at 2852 Delk Road, Suite 212 in Marietta, Georgia, 30067. You can book his lounge for birthdays, brunch events, listening parties, all that kind of stuff. You can email them at ihookahatl, I-H-O-O-K-K-A-A-T-L at gmail.com or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. Again, that number is 470-661-1183 for iHookah ATL. And another special shout out to Tamir the Model, who y'all remember from a couple weeks ago, he was a guest on the Lex Chat. He is now accepting new lash new lash clients for eyelash extensions at Mink Lash ATL, which is off of 2198 Cheshire Bridge Road in Buckhead, Georgia. If y'all are watching live, then y'all can see my eyelashes, which he did a good job on that. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you see the eyelashes. Very full. He did a really good job. I was so relaxed that I actually fell asleep quite a few times while he was doing my lashes. But I love them. Now, I just got to make sure that I keep up with the maintenance, which 
I'm gonna work that out of my budget. We'll see how that goes. But reach out to him on Instagram at Tamir the Model or go to Mink Lashed ATL, M I N K L A S H E D A T L, to book your appointment and make sure you request Tamir. If you want me to give your business a shout out, make sure you email me at lexisolo at gmail.com. Tell me a little bit about your business and I'll give you a shout out. Donations are definitely welcomed and much appreciated. And I think that's all I got for my items on my Lex check list. Derek, if we could actually start off with introducing yourself and telling everybody a little bit about yourself, what it is you do and all that good stuff. Okay. My name is Derek Maxwell. They call me Maximilian. I own and uh, am program director at Game Changers Radio. I also have a very popular Top 20 Countdown show, Maximilian's Top 20 Indie Countdown, where we count down uh, the Top 20 Indie Artists every week. comes on every Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Y'all need to tune in and check that out. Um, I wanted to tell y'all we got the Game Changers Radio City to City Tour going on. We're going to be going through Tallahassee. We're going to be going to Cartersville, Georgia, and we're going to be going to Memphis, Tennessee in the, in the in this coming months and probably into the 1st of September, and we got some more dates coming up. I'll be getting back to you. You can get more information at GCR Radio on IG, or you can go to gconlineradio.com and check out the website and get more information there. And I'll make sure I'll put that in the description notes down below. And also, I'll have your at symbol probably like over there when I also, add this on YouTube. Also, <laughs> any artists that want to submit their music to the station is, uh, what is my email? Game Changers. What is it? It's actually Derek at Game Changers. No, it's, 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 uh. Let's see. Actually, GameChangersRadio.maxwellent at gmail.com. I also manage artists. I have a management company. Game Changers Management. So if you're a good up and coming artist and you got a budget, hit me up. You got to have a budget. It ain't got to be a big budget, but you got to come to the table with something and we'll take care of you. Um, I think that's it, Lex, for that. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. We got the Game Changers radio compilation that I'm putting together. DJ Maximilian. If you want to submit your music for that, you want to submit a song for that? Same email. Same email. It's a compilation album. It's a compilation. It's the Game Changers Radio compilation. I'm going to be putting a lot of artists that are on the countdown are going to be uh, submitting their stuff too. So it's going to be a big thing. And where are y'all going to be distributing that? We're going to be distributing that through my distributor, which is a major distributor that distributes Waka Flocka and everybody else. It's just... Hmm. Nice. That's going to be a huge deal. I don't like to put my distribution company out there like that because everybody don't need to know It's going to be too hot and then you won't be able to get your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like want everybody in my business. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> so um, how long have you been involved in radio and what got you into radio? radio well, I, I, I started off as an uh, artist back in the day. We had a major independent deal with my with my uh, group back in the day, back in the base days. Mm-hmm. And... um. I just decided I wanted to do some radio. Uh, I started. I had a modeling agency, and I had, and I've been had my management company since 1993. Nice. But I decided I wanted to to get into radio. What almost three years ago, and we started with no listeners, and now we're up to. Uh, my show last week had 200,000 listeners all over the world. So, uh, it's a great, great, great thing. The the station is is picking up. Things are getting good. Mm. That's what's up. Um, him the fella asks, what's the email again? That is gamechangersradio.maxwellent at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all send y'all submissions to be considered for the compilation album that Game Changers Radio is going to be putting out. As well as maybe finding out some of the other things you can get involved in as an artist, like the marketing and the radio spins. Most definitely. And if you go out to, if you come out to the Game Changers Radio City to City Tour events, we do have showcases with it. And first prize is a $2,500 marketing and promotional package. I gave away three show before last. Mm -hmm. Lexi always performs. She's a headliner at the show. So, you know, you can always get with her by information. Yeah. I think... Where does him the fellow live? One of the Carolinas, I think. Not to put your business out there like that, but 
he would be you keep getting on me about people not coming to shows with me mm-hmm. <laughs> he would probably come to a show with me <laughs> he probably would <laughs> but he's a really dope singer um we worked together with i met him through claudette king bb king's daughter mm-hmm. i work with her um a lot and that's how me and him met but yeah uh game changers radio dot maxwell ent at gmail.com send it in send it send in. in the compilation gonna be hot did you have any other announcements you wanted to uh, make? Oh, let me see. I think that's just about it right now. Okay. Well, I think we know enough about Mr. Maxwell. He's in South Carolina. I think we know enough about Mr. Maxwell to uh, have a good understanding of how he got introduced into music and radio. And um, yeah, let's get into the Lex chat of the week, which we're going to be talking about the relationship between artists and radio. Make sure you stay tuned. We'll get into that topic after these messages. Let me get that. Oh, I my nigga, sick and every day to holy miss. Wish that nigga would've missed. I won't forgive him still. Pissy took it, land, breath, and died. On the side of Calder Road. Man, your name rain, bells and still. Live through flash show. Free Lamar, he did the time. Down for road, got denied. He talking crazy. He done lost his fucking mind. Guess that cage miles away. Said I'm broke, the nigga fake. Man, your name rain, bells and still. Live through flash show. Show you the way I don't give a fuck when people say I pray it's such a day. Niggas still down like the ground. Still a one with your man, your name rain bells. Can't the mother niggas hell you still fuck with Trey. Yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga. Can't make a song like this without my granny on the list. She hesitant. You see your grandson been through the well, the strongest ever. R.I.P. the new new. Can't forget about you. I shine hard, I grind hard, and I do this. Man, hold that shit down, chicken man up there in heaven. Rest in peace. Fuck that nigga shouting, man. You know what I'm talking about? Granted, I miss you, lady. Died two days after my birthday. But I know you proud. I know you looking through the clouds to see me. Be proud of your grandson. My little cousin, new new. Damn. 28 years old when you died. Died two days after your birthday. Couple days before my birthday. I don't know what it is about September, but it is what it is. I'ma keep this shit pushing. Y'all R.I.P. Mr. Celebrity, that nigga worm Fence life, plenty nice, there he go Shows waving out the window, swerving through the cater pavement Smooth as an old school Mac, in the old school lack Man, your memories live on, man, your memories live strong Through the hood you left behind, through this motherfucking song R.I.P. that nigga Dale, glad we had a chance to chop it up Man to man before them niggas shot him up, damn it's fucked up Right around Thanksgiving, now a son, now a brother, now a father, fucking missing. Miss, but yo, yo ain't no hoe. He may say your name ain't shame, and your memories change to go. How I be that nigga sooner? Can't believe it, man, it blew me. Shot dead in the stove, man. Beefing by the hoe. Damn, one nigga dead, the other lock. Family's grieving, but the pussy move on to the next nigga breathing. If the pussy cold, AIDS maybe that'll make it even. R.I.P. that nigga worm, Mr. Celebrity, goddamn Cadillac swerving and club blade showing his ass. Know what I'm talking about? Man, that nigga Dale, man, R.I.P., bro. Taught me never trust a nigga. Nigga got shot with his own pistol by some bitch-ass niggas. But your memory living on and living stone. Sony, goddamn, home. Puts the kill before anything. They say money is the root of all evil. Nigga, it's that pussy. Alright everybody, so the song you just heard is called Frida by the artist Flat Shoals. Now, 
I haven't quite figured out the rating system that I want to do. But uh-huh. if they get a piece up, a town down, then it was a good song to me. If they get an X, then they got to go back to the drawing board. Okay. What would you give this song? What would I give it? Mm-hmm. A seven. A seven out of ten. A scale? seven out of ten. Okay. I'd give it a seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why would I give it a seven out of ten? Yeah. Like, what critique do you have for uh, him? It was it was solid. It was solid. It was solid. Um, I would say yeah. I like the bounce of the song. Yeah. I like the production of it. Uh, this is one of those songs that probably I don't know that I would make it a radio cut kind of situation, but it could be a it's cut. something that I could ride around to. It could be a cut in New York. It's a New York style song. Yeah, it's got a New York vibe to it. And my station is worldwide, so I got a lot of artists out of New York that's on the countdown. I got a lot of artists out of New York. They would love it in New York, and they they would probably dig it here too. But um, it's got that New York vibe. I I just feel mm-hmm. like it, it needed a little something something more. Yeah, a little bit more in the production part of it, a little bit more in there. It just was a little plain for me. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, why I would say it's a nice vibe. There aren't any like parts that really stick out to me as far as like memorable, right? But I do like the bounce of it. It feels like I could probably play this at a barbecue. I'll put I put it to you that way. I couldn't tell you what the hook was though. Yeah, I, I mean it didn't. I it, think the hook was just him like talking yeah, to his just people. Yeah, just talk, but it wasn't. Yeah. It what it didn't I stick didn't, with me. Yeah. I didn't come away from that one to hear it again. Yeah, and if you want to hit records, you got to come away from it wanting to play it right back again. Something if you don't come from away me. from it wanting to play it right back again and hear it the second time. Go to try something else. Yeah. I'm going to give that a piece up, A-Town Down. Not necessarily for radio spin, but something that I could... I could clean my house to that. I could ride to the car in it. I would play that at oh, like yeah, a barbecue it's a, it's, it's kind a good, of situation. It's a good record. It's a seven. It's got good energy. It's a, set. It's a seven. It's got good energy. It's a good record. Um, I would say as far as the mix, if you could clear up your voice a little bit more and then the delay maybe turn down like don't make the delay as spread out it sounds like it's maybe like a half note or a quarter note maybe bring it down to an eighth or just take the delay off of your verses all together because i feel like that echo of your voice coming in and out is kind of distracting and it's not making the song sound as clear as possible other than that that's really the only critique i have for you on that mr flash shows thank you so much for submitting that song to lex rated Remember that that is going to be placed on my YouTube video and I do put ads on these. So you're going to be getting at least 400 ears and eyes on that. So thank you very much. And if you email it to us, submit it to the station, I'll put it in rotation for you for, and we'll see what they think about it. The same email? Same email. Gamechangersradio.maxwellent at gmail.com. Uh, I think him and the fellow was asking earlier if I would DM that. Yes, I will DM that to you. But um, yeah, so let's get into this chat about the relationship between the artists and radio stations. So for that song example, right, and other songs that people submit to you, what are you looking for to consider it to put into your rotation? Well, I have a team and when songs are submitted, we do review them because first of all, they got to be, you got to submit them in MP3 format, but they got to be good quality. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that the quality of the of the song is good. And if the quality is bad, I will hit you back and I will let you know you need to take it to the studio and you need to get some work done to it. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's a good song and it's of good quality, I will we will play it and it will get countdown consideration. Yeah. Um, the thing, the good thing about that I found about internet radio, I know all you love FM radio and FM radio is great, but FM radio runs out after you go a certain distance away from the station, it's just locally in that state or whatever. Mm. Internet radio goes all over the United States and 20, and we get, we do 25 countries also. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of wide variety of ears. That's why I can get 200,000 people to listen to my countdown show because I got supporters and I got sponsors in different states and different countries. Um, um, there's a lot of benefits to internet radio over FM radio, especially for mm. indie artists, because a lot of indie artists can't afford FM radio budgets. Mm. FM radios. What's, what's are, the average budget you would have to have to have a successful radio run on FM? 
man, it depends on what kind of let's, run we're talking say, about. Let's say I want three months. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you like this. I'm gonna let you do your own research. Mm-hmm. Go to any three FM stations in your city. Go look at their pricing, or call and ask them what it'll cost for you to do whatever it is you want to do. And then you go to come to my station or go to a, another internet station and look at their pricing. And you're going to see a major, major difference. Mm. Major, major difference. You're going to reach more people because we're worldwide. They're local. Uh, but a lot of people don't understand that. The internet radio station is the way to go now in this new digital age mm. where everything has went digital. Mm. And um, I just don't want to stress that enough. I know a lot of people talk down on internet radio, but my platform, there's a lot of great internet radio station platforms, not just yeah. mine's. There's a lot of great, and I network with a lot of different uh, black-owned indie radio stations all over the United States. So we share music. Mm. So if you get in the rotation and you're liked, then that other station will call me. Can you send that to me? You know what I'm saying? So it's just a big family. Yeah. Why do you think people look down on internet radio? Is it just that stigma, like... Traditionally, people felt like you had to go to the radio stations to get that buzz going for yourself, no, I think, and then I, it branches out. I or? think it's just simply because they got to do something extra, and they can't just pop it up, hit it on their thing in the car, and hear it like that. They got to actually plug in their thing, and they got to go to it, and they got to. Mm. You know, I think that's the difference. Okay. That's what people look down. So the broadcasting, yeah, is the broadcast, yeah, because they got to. They might have to download an app or something, or they might have to click a link. Or they might have to set it up for they be able to play it in their car. So it's different than just going FM to them. It's quicker and easier. So you think it's a laziness thing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all it is. Because there's no difference in the two. Yeah. But there is a difference. But Except there's for not like a, the reach. Yeah. yeah. And number number number. And the main thing with indie artists, because I'm mostly talking to indie artists right now. Mm-hmm. The major stations ain't going to play you. Unless you pay them a whole lot of money. Indie stations will play you. They will play you for minimum low cost. Some of them will give you opportunity for free like I do. I don't charge anything to submit your music. If my team like it, we'll play it. It just has to be good. It has to be good. So you were mentioning quality of the song as far as like the mix of it. Production if, if quality. production is not good, then you'll tell them, hey, production maybe rework quality. this, will come back. Production quality. Are you, te- are you looking for anything specific when it comes to like the substance of what they're talking about in the song? Yeah, I don't care. Mm. I mean, they're indie artists, and of course, I'm not going to like everything. You're not going to like everything. True. But that don't mean somebody's not going to like it. Unless it's just true garbage and nobody on my team <laughs> likes it, we will give you an opportunity. We will give it an opportunity to be heard and let the fans... And have the people that DM have y'all tell had us any what songs it is. like that? Where it's like, oh, I've ah, had go- I've had, man, I've had songs that I would send to DJ Proof and just for joke, just to see. And he mm. coming back, man. What you see me joke. this trash for? <laughs> see, the, but it's it's it's. I'm not. I wouldn't call any names or anything. But I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, yeah, mm. we get a lot of bad. We get a lot of horrible quality stuff too. Mm. Where well, I mean, horrible, mumbled. It's not Mumble the quality rap. of no, no, no. The quality of the track is bad. But I'm asking about the substance of the song. Do y'all ever like? Mm, I could ride to this, or like I like what they're talking about. Have you ever rejected one because of maybe what they're talking about in the song, or it's just strictly quality that would disqualify? No, someone I've, I've rejected songs just because they were bad songs. I mean, mm. bad quality, bad sound. Bad vocals, bad. It just there the song go. was bad. It was just yeah, bad. It was just bad all around. It was just bad. <laughs> you know, if your song has got decent quality, mm-hmm. what you're talking about, it don't necessarily. It, matter. I, I, I'm not gonna. It's the get, presentation because, because then, as long as saying. it's good quality and the mm-hmm. song is decent and you can ride to it or whatever, I will. I'm not gonna judge. Yeah. Your you song. Let, you let the audience. I let the determine. audience judge that because they will definitely hit my DM and say that was some garbage. Yeah, you need to take that off my station, boo-boo. off the station. You need to take it off the station. It's garbage. They will respond. Yeah. They be blowing up the DM. Trust me. <laughs> so do y'all have a show on Game Changers where it's kind of like uh, what is it, hot or drop kind of situation? 
like mm-hmm. the host maybe will say, mm, I would put this in rotation or nah, this no, is trash. No, because I've, I've talked to you about that before. Mm-hmm. I told you that that's what I want. That's what I'm going to do with your show, your ratings. I'm yeah. going to put your ratings Once on the station. Let's get Lex rated going. And, she, and her Lex chat is also running on the station now mm-hmm. also. And her sexy Lexi show is going to run after on the hours. station. After hours show is <laughs> going to run on the station too. But um, my thing with that was, what was you talking about? What was you saying? Um, like, do you have, as far as like allowing certain songs, does anyone have that say so of it's trash or we would put this in rotation? But you answered that with I have a the team. team. The team. I have a team. I have a team of agreement. young folks. I have a team of middle aged folks. I have a team of older folks. We all get, we all, I, I send all my submissions to them. I get everybody's opinion because, like I said, some things I'm not going to like. They're yeah. just not me. Yeah. Some things she's not going to like. But that don't mean three or four others might not like it. Mm-hmm. So I don't judge anybody's song. Only thing that I would not play a song for is quality. Yeah. That's production quality to where it won't sound right on the station. Then I can't play it. Mm. Okay. So typically when you get a song, right, how do you determine which playlist to put it in? Or does it all go into the Maximilian Top 20 Countdown? Or No. When I submit, when a song is submitted, it is submitted for countdown consideration, but it's also submitted for rotation consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's on the countdown, surely it's in rotation. Yeah. Surely anything that, I sub- anything that I put on that countdown that's on my countdown that I submit, that I put out every week on flyer form that should let you know who won and what, what the order was, mm-hmm. all that stuff's in rotation. Yeah. And it's in full rotation. I'm not limiting it. It's not in a 30-day rotational cycle or it's anything like that. As it's long as people keep long saying as people we keep like this, liking keep it, it on the countdown. It's in rotation on the station. I am an indie artist station. I play a lot of indie music. I work with a lot of indie artists. My hell, my showcase is the City to City Tour. It's indie artists that's, that's headlining it. Mm-hmm. So, um, And I try to get indie artists that are good, that really put on a good show, but they just don't have a lot of people that want to like maybe the exposure yeah they need that exposure it's all about exposure yeah it's all about exposure with me exposing the ones that need to be exposed so where do you feel like artists lack when it comes to building up their fan base for i don't think artists artists spend enough money they spend too much money just making a record every month or every week trying to put out a new record and they don't spend enough money on marketing Mm. they don't spend enough money on promotion they don't spend enough money on on doing things like that you can run a commercial i'll do you a custom commercial on my station for 50 bucks 30 second commercial and this is a commercial that you can run on any station anywhere so you can go and try to advertise with another station tell them you already got your 30 second spot you send it to them mm-hmm. it costs less that way if you already got your own 30 second spot we already got your stuff together that's less money yeah especially at an fm station they charge for all of that mm-hmm. so that's the thing with indie um, stations, man, they will, and we will work a custom package. You can call me and say, look, man, this is all I got. I'm going to help you because you're got, in the I got $100. I got $100. What, what can, can you do, do for me? I'm going to do, do something for you. We're going to do some stuff for you, and I'm going to do way more than your $100. And I'm going to do way more than your $100 because um, I just like helping it all. And, and Lexi will tell you that. Yeah. Lexi will tell you that. I'm going to do whatever I can for you. I, how, you know, how did we meet again? Where did we meet? I hunted your ass down. Um, you found me on what Instagram? I don't know one of them. Something I hunted like your that. ass down because um, I had heard your song. Um, whew, that was way back there. Mm-hmm. Your first number one on the countdown. That what's was it? we gonna be go we go. What's that song with the the? Uh, Not winner, love chaser. No, no that dream. No, no, no. Hey. No, no. Crazy time. No. No, no, none was of them. A, was it was I featured on somebody? No, no, no. What was your Gimme? first number one on Gimme? Gimme, Gimme was your first number one on my station. Mm-hmm. That was like two, a year, two years ago, maybe. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was your first one. I heard Gimme, and I reached out to you, and we just been working together ever since. Yeah. But um, I've been really appreciative of you inviting me to come on to do like the city to city tours. Anything, yeah, anything yeah. that I and the and the movie and anything else that I can do for you, I'm gonna do it. You know. Yeah. What um, What made you decide to do like the city to city tours? It's all about the indie artists. I used to be an artist myself, so 
at the end of the day, um, I started off a DJ mm -hmm. in high school. Then I started a group. Then we got a major independent deal with this label called Albatross out of uh, Fort Texas. Mm -hmm. And we did a lot of shows. We opened for Kilo and Raheem, and we went around and did a lot of stuff. And then um, uh, when I stopped doing the music, I had saved my money, so I started my company. I started my man. It was a management company and a modeling agency back then. Um, and so I've I've did this like you guys. I've had good managers. I've had bad managers. I've good deals, bad deals. I've been in bad situations with people. So I know how to guide my artists that I have now with my management company based on can make them miss some of the stuff that I had to hit because I didn't have no help. Mm. Uh, I didn't have, we didn't have nobody guiding yeah, what'd you, us. What did you do as an artist? You was a singer, rapper? I was a rapper. Okay. I was a rapper. And you said you had a group? Had a group. DGI Posse. Pull them up. DGI Posse. What was, what was y'all's like Posse. first song that y'all were pushing? Panty Drop. Oh, it's called the Panty Drop. How old were y'all? We were kids. What's kids? Like teenagers? We were twenties. And we were in our twenties. Okay. Early twenties. We panty drop. And what was what about panty drop was gonna be this is it, this is how we're gonna get on? Really back then, you worked yourself on. Mm -hmm. See, back then there wasn't no internet. There wasn't no all that. You had to get out with street teams. You had to go to the clubs. You had to promote yourself. You had to get out there in them streets. It wasn't no social media like it is now and all that stuff. You can't just, we didn't have these options. We worked. I feel like people rely way too much on internet, though. The, like, yeah, we got the reach, but people still want to see your face. They man, still want to see you in person. We had to get out there and go and do. And yeah. we had to be seen. And we had, our face had to be in the place. And mm -hmm. I still, my artists now, I, rec I recommend that to all of them, that they get yeah. them a little street team together. And I help them get a street, get street teams together. And we get out there and push their music to the, to the clubs and push their music. So what does that look like, a street team? It's just a collection of people that love your music mm -hmm. and you get them and you send them to different clubs on the weekends and they, they you like might hit you might hit so you 10 give clubs. them like flyers they get they have flyers little, little bag things with like different stuff bags. for you to give away and mm -hmm. all kind of stuff where you get the DJ to play the record while you in there you know back in the day that's how we did this it wasn't no social media you couldn't just post it you had to get out there in the street. We had to put fly, put posters up on 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 uh, phone poles and stuff, and put, it and put them in their windows. And I see a, some artists doing that now, and yeah. it's rare, but I do see artists doing it. But they got that old school mentality, and really, you're gonna get a bigger reach that way, and yeah. you're gonna build a fan base that will come out when you perform. Mm -hmm. They will come out when you perform. Right now, we got a lot of artists that are that are internet artists. They they'll they'll talk to you on the internet. They'll be your fan, your follower. But when you do a show, they don't come out and support you because she you ain't. But see, when you in their face and you in there and they really get to know you and they meet you as you out promoting your stuff, then they'll come out and they'll follow you and they'll support you. It's different. It's different. And I, I still teach that old school philosophy with the new school vibes too. Right. Right. I got the new school promotion too, but I, I, I feel like you can't let that old school go mm. because that really is the reason why all these companies telling you get you in the artist that um, your numbers ain't, you know, we can't, you know, and then when you go out <laughs> to try to do a showcase, don't nobody, no, none of your fans show up to support you. It's because they bought them. But, mm, or they just you haven't done a good enough job of you engaging. You bought them, or you them. ain't engaging. Yeah. And you, I mean, it's better to be personal. If you in that club and they see you in that club and they playing your record in that club, yeah. And then when you go to another club, they, go, well, well, I'm going to check that out. You know, it's it's all about you know getting out and and, and making yourself be seen and just being present. That's why I always put. Lexi on is a headliner on the show. She getting be seen in different states, different cities, mm -hmm. all over. It's just great exposure, and she's real friendly. She gets out there and she gets them DMs. I'm a little, and, I'm a little too friendly. Yeah, though. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. Let's talk about that dude from the last. Oh uh, well, show. yeah. She be having people in her face. Oh, when God. you she got people in her face, and I got to come and ask her, "Do you want me to get him out your face?" And I was I was cool at first, you know, it was fine. But then he started getting a little too loud. He was getting a little too. First, angry. First of all, he was drunk. Him was, and that other his guy. His breath smelled. Were, oh, he was drunk. So drunk as a skunk. So but bad. the whole the whole point is, 
she gets she she does the work when she's there. She has her merch table. Yeah. She does all of the um I did get them to buy it though. Well good well of course. I think three people bought. Of course they the drunk dude gave me something and then there was like an old black dude. The um so there was the drunk guy, right? And then mm. there was a guy, he looked like an addict kinda, but he was he was a vibe though. He was dancing. I danced with him that night too. Oh, Lord. And then there was the bigger black dude. Who was trying to get on a sexual tip? I was like, eh, I'm not trying to. Oh, you want to come smoke? I'm like, nah, right. not really. But I finally convinced him to like, you can have this picture of me. That'll last longer than this moment right here, right now. See, I don't know, ten dollars. Yep. And just try to work it that way. So give you them know. something that they can leave the show with. Well, so. I just wanted to throw them out. But yeah, that's it. But it was, you know, that guy but, was a lot. He was starting to get aggressive too. So yeah. But we, yeah, we have fun though, mm-hmm. and um, they make new friends and new followers everywhere they go. They they really, you know, interact with the people, the artists that I have on there, and everybody, you know. So and and they follow, and and the show's getting bigger and bigger every time. So, yeah. um, you know, it's just a good thing. It's it was really dope thing. to see two nice on there as well. Right. Yeah, I really like them as a duo. Yeah. But I think um. It's cool to be able to go out and have that personal interaction with people and then like what other ways could we as artists engage? Because with me, I think, and I need to work on this too, I'm too much in my shell to where I'm really just cool being at home or being at the studio or being on Instagram Live, which I'm basically always on Instagram Live. But Mm -hmm. I do recognize that, yeah, I need to get out and show my face and go to events. And if I want the support, then just like with my friend Era, who's coming at the end of Mm -hmm. August to perform, I need to be showing up to these events because that's another networking opportunity. Yeah, as well. you got to support the people that support you. Definitely, yeah. you got yeah. to do that. That's why I'm here. <laughs> but you, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you got like, to support. People like we had the conversation before we got onto the Lex chat, but you'd be surprised how many people just want to keep take, take, take. And I think I want to relate that to the relationship between an artist and an audience. Like you can't just expect people to blindly support you. You got to give them something. Like with my Lex chat or my my YouTube's, right? Yeah, you got to it's, engage them. It's free information right. that's actually bringing value to people. But then it's like, okay, in my mind, hopefully everything I'm giving them in Lex chat and the and the YouTube, they'll go back and be like, oh wow, she does this, she does that, she's doing music, she's doing movies, she's doing the after hours and the podcast stuff, and they'll see the catalog that I'm putting out. If you haven't seen a Lexi show. If you haven't been out and watched Alexi performance, you need to do that because her shows are great. She she really mesmerizes the crowd with so. what she does. Yeah, especially that last one. Thank you trans you transitioned into something else on that last show. Yeah, uh, I, I switched up how I put together my songs, and then as far as like, I'll make sure I put familiar songs in there too to keep people's attention because mm-hmm. as a new artist too, I feel like on live performances. It's cool, like, people are there to listen to us, but they want to be entertained. Right. So you kind of got to grab their attention. I would not recommend that artists start out with slow songs, just because that kind of, like, dampens the mood a little bit. Mm -hmm. I recommend they start with something fast, throw in something familiar, and then take the audience through, like, a roller coaster of kind of emotions, you know? You had them. And now this is a room full of people that didn't know Lexi. Yeah. When you can take and, and, and command a crowd that don't know you and have them listening to your every word... That's the that's the sign of greatness. That's the sauce. That's the sauce. That's the sauce. So I I recommend y'all come out to a show. I recommend y'all go see Lexi wherever she is and just check her out. She's really she's really the truth. She's really the truth when it comes to that thing. Thank you. When do y'all think y'all are gonna be back in Atlanta? Because we talked about what uh, Florida I've been so and Tennessee. Sick. I've been so sick. Of, I'm, we did so much in Atlanta when we first started this station, trying to build it up. To where I just got drained out on Atlanta, but we gonna come back. We coming back after after Memphis. We probably gonna come and do two or three spots in Atlanta just to get back, uh, get the name back flowing in Atlanta like that. That's why the name probably ain't as as big now because I got out of Atlanta and I've been mm-hmm. going outside. Yeah, because everybody was doing everybody doing Atlanta, but you know. People know you guys in Atlanta. I want to put you out there where some where you can build some new fans and new yeah, followers. People who don't know us around the United States, not just in Georgia, not just in Atlanta. Yeah. Um. So. 
um, we adding some dates. We're working on dates now. We're trying to book at least six more before it get cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that weather. I don't know. You might have a long time before that happens because Georgia weather is not predictable. Right. So I don't know. But uh, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about your management. How do you, or what qualities do you look for in artists that you're looking to bring on to your management team? Well, I try to look, I'm strictly a creative guy. I look at an artist's talents and abilities. I really don't, I really don't buy too much into the follower thing because people buy that stuff. Yeah. I really don't get all into that. I get into the artist as an artist. Um, what does that mean? The artist as an artist? Uh, the creativity, whether they put in the work, mm-hmm. whether they invest in they self, What's because the, I'm not going to invest in the artist. What that does don't the work invest and investment in look like? The work that mm-hmm. they need to be putting what's, in. What's the work look like? They they craft. They they songs need to be polished. They mm-hmm. craft need to be tight. Mm-hmm. They gotta they gotta be putting in the work uh, before I meet them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my job is to enhance the work and build on the work that they already doing. Now, my thing, what I got a kind of heart, so I always get stuck trying to help the artists that don't really have anything. Mm-hmm. So I try to um, and try to help them get some of the things that they need that I know if they had that they could go it to the next to level. level right? That's my thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, in doing that, you taking risk and you wasting, you spending a lot of money and you taking a lot of risk. So. You got to make sure you find the right artist. So if you're going to come to me about management, because I've just just ended some relationships with some with some artists because uh, wasn't nothing getting done. Mm-hmm. So um, at the end of that, I don't want to go into details because, you know, they know who they do. They would know who I'm talking about. But yeah. um, things just wasn't getting done. So I'm going to um, be real. real. How, how long? Were things not getting done for before it was time to like okay this is not well, going anywhere. I just a couple of them I just signed them, but we we were getting there were more personal issues going on than mm-hmm. than music. Personal was getting in the way. Yeah, personal was getting in the way of, of they had more personal problems so till they couldn't get to the business. Mm-hmm. So, because um, I've actually I've gone through that. I had a manager back in like 2016, 2017. But unfortunately, we we got a lot done in like the first six months. And then I think he and I had a disagreement about um, what he wanted to do with the songs. I wanted to put out a project and I had my stuff ready to put out on a project. Mm -hmm. He wanted to go the, well, let's shop these songs to other major artists first and get you on like that. Which I would have been cool with, but not that, not those particular songs. The song that you hear from my first album, that Mm -hmm. Lexi album... Bedroom actually, I think he was trying to shop it to like Kelly Rowland. And so he was trying to go that route. And unfortunately too, at the same time, I started having personal issues of my own with a crazy ex of mine, which we already talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bad choice in men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it really put a strain on that relationship with my manager because he said something along the lines of, and the issues probably happened for like two, three months and things got really bad because he came in managing me at the end of that relationship. But he said something along the lines of, um, I'll get you to sign whatever I need you to sign, do whatever I need you to do. I don't care about the other shit. And I was just like, mm, mm. that's backwards to me because if I'm not all there mentally, then how am I going to be able to perform well and present myself well to get us deals and do all these different things? So what what's your response to that quick little story time? Well, my thing is, I will help any. I will help any of my artists. Mm-hmm. I will help you if you call me. You tell me you got an issue, emergency situation. I do have a loan offers for mm-hmm. my artists, all that. But um, the music, the business has got to be getting taken care of. Mm-hmm. If the business is not getting taken care of, and it's all personal shit, mm-hmm. then that's a damper on things for me. That's yeah. that's not. That means I'm just helping you pay your bills, and we're not we're not taking care not of no business. So, at the end of the day, um. Um, if you bring something to the table, I would definitely add to what you bring it to the table, and we will we will move forward. Like it's just 
yeah. uh, situation where how much personal how much do you think the manager should get personally involved with an artist as far as getting intertwined with their personal life that's just something that I do because I understand because I've been there and mm-hmm. I've done all levels of this shit mm-hmm. but I don't think a manager should get involved at all really mm-hmm. if I was giving another manager advice or I was teaching managers or doing a class I would tell them not to get involved yeah. I just can't help it because I got a kind heart mm-hmm. but um, no I say stick to business yeah. Tell them up for, I, I wouldn't even offer the loan program that I offer if I was if I was the manager if I was just advising a manager I would mm. stay away from their personal if they can't get their personal together I just so would do not you, fool with do them. you give like a grace period on your management before y'all decide okay now we will sign this longer term like maybe a probationary period of sixty to ninety days I, or no, I just do a just basic, jump right I just do it. a basic year. Okay. I do a basic year. At the end of the year, if you're happy, don't do anything. It'll roll over to two years. It'll, it'll roll over. Mm-hmm. If you if 30 days before it ends, if you're not happy, you can terminate it. But you can terminate it at any time. Because mm-hmm. really, I'm working for you. You hired me as yeah. your manager. So all you got to do is say you're not happy. I've never tried to hold nobody in a contract. I don't do that. If you're not happy, then if you don't want to be here, I don't want you here. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm going to let you walk. Um, that was a thing too that I butted heads with my manager. Certain things I wanted to do, like I was ready to drop and I already had like my video treatments and everything mm-hmm. planned out for all the songs on the album. Mm-hmm. But we butted heads on, you know, drop it now or wait for a label to pick up this completed project. Well, it'll never be a wait for a label thing with me because I think you can do this stuff so. without, I think yeah. you can do this without a label. But yeah, my thing, my, my thing that. is I have more than one artist. So mm-hmm. your time is, I have them slotted out mm-hmm. when we're going to work on your project based on when you want to release. Okay. So, let's so, say, you, so you let the artist choose when the do, artist when can choose you, when, when they want like to release. release I let the artist have they, they say on when they want to release yeah. and then I'm playing my stuff out. Like yeah. if you're gonna release in September, now then we're gonna I'm gonna work on your stuff in August. And we reverse back. To, yeah, I'm okay, gonna work on your stuff this is in what we August. Need to do to meet that so deadline. if it's June or July, I'm working on somebody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. So you gonna we're gonna start working on your stuff in August. What we need to be doing right now is getting your social media together, getting some content, mm-hmm. doing all the other things that we can be doing. But we're gonna get to work on your thing in August, so it'll be ready in September. Yeah. That's the type of thing that artists that sign with my management company have to understand. It's not that not anything more, anything less. Mm-hmm. I have to time it out. Now I've got I've I've really released a you know broken turn, broken buns with a lot of artists. So I only have a couple of artists now, mm-hmm. which I'm beginning to think. I think it, that's I, much better though. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's good to maybe stick with like three or four. Yeah, main I think artists. it's kind of cool. That's yeah. all I really ever wanted. Yeah, like a solid, um, solid yeah, three or four. I just wanted different genres. I wanted my R&B artist. I want my female rapper. I want my male rapper. I want my male singer. You know, I just like wanted to have a different variety yeah. of artists. I never wanted all the same genre, and I never really wanted to get into all of that, but. So I got that. I got a couple of spots that I could fill, but I'm I'm not in no hurry. But if something yeah. jump out there at me, and it makes sense, and it makes sense, it's got to make sense. You know, that's my phrase. It's got to yeah. make sense. I, that's my phrase with everything. Gotta it's just got to make sense. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And some but stuff that, wasn't making sense. That um, what you said triggered me a little bit earlier when you were like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm the manager. I work for you." There was a lot of butting heads because of the personal stuff that was happening in my life as well. But the dude I was dating, he was pretty controlling. Mm-hmm. And then with my manager, I felt like he was being controlling as well. So we butted heads on him like not wanting me to release it. Let's shop this full project to a label or give the songs to other people. And I'm like, I don't mind, you know, giving to the label. But I also, in my mind, felt like I need to show what I can do and that I can complete a body of work. Manager. Before. Managers don't hire artists. Artists hire managers. Yeah. I know it looked the other way around because the manager presents the contract, so but, yeah. it, but but it's really backwards. Yeah, and uh, you really work for the artist. You can mm-hmm. you you're there to consult and and to guide the artist, mm-hmm. but you really at the end of the day got to do what the artist want to do. Yeah. Now that's and why that when I go into <laughs> it, I let the artist know up front. I, it'll be scheduled though, yeah. because a lot of artists want to do what they want to do when they want to do it, but you knew up front. 
that it's, it's not necessarily going to work that way. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be more scheduled, but we will pay for it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of artists want to do this, that, and that, but they don't have the money to do this, that, and that. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to invest in you. I do my research because I'm investing my money. This is yeah. my money. So I'm investing my money. So I got to make sure that I'm going to get a return on my investment. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I do my research on any artist. I have studied an artist up to a year before I even approach them about management. Yeah. Just watching how they flow, what they do, how they move. Because before I start spending my money, I want to be sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, and I made a couple of impulse signs here, and they are terminated now. But um, I shouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they they were not in the position that I needed them to be in to be personally. able to personally yeah. to be able to do what I needed done. So at the end of the day, everybody happy. I mean, nobody's mad. Everything yeah. is cool because I try not to burn bridges. Yeah. But um, um, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, that's about it with management. Um, you know. Like you said, you got my, you got my, if you're a a serious artist that's investing in yourself and, and, and you need somebody to help invest into you and help you get you to the next level, hit me up. You got my email. And you have it. I'm going to say it one more time for y'all. Gamechangersradio.maxwellent at gmail.com. And uh, I'll make sure that I put that in the episode notes as well. Did you have any last words you want to leave for artists, either on the getting into radio side and promotion or on the management side or both? I just feel like as far as indie artists, I know people are going to tell you different, but I've been in this for a long time. Marketing and promoting, putting some money on that side. You can put out a million records, but if you're the only one listening to them, it ain't going to do you no good. Yeah. You got to put some some time into that. You got to put some money into that. I know these people tell you, just keep, keep, keep releasing content. Just keep releasing music. Just keep releasing music. I don't, I don't necessarily, music, I don't necessarily yeah. agree with that. I really don't agree with that. Here's where we kind of disagree. I agree to that, but to a degree... Put out music consistently, but you should always be elevating your sound and you should be nitpicking like how can I experiment and evolve with my sound and my voice, my production, But these indie artists don't have no guidance. These indie artists don't have no team. These indie artists don't have nobody to tell them whether they creativeness is is is, and they don't have the money. money. And they don't have the money. So that's what I'm saying. It's Mm -hmm. not realistic for people to be got uh, killing these informing these people just to keep dropping stuff dropping stuff, dropping stuff and not promoting nothing or not pushing their 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 their, their name or their market or their brand out there. Mm-hmm. You got to push the brand. Yeah. Uh you can take a couple of songs and then push the brand. Uh I would rather you do that with some not great but good songs mm-hmm. than to just keep making garbage or just making mediocre stuff and, it, and it's I think just making mediocre stuff. I think stuff. that's the misconception with a lot of artists too this whole trend of shorter songs and well that means that they'll just keep hitting replay on the button but for me if the song is short and it's mediocre at best anyway i'm not it doesn't have much replay value with me i tune out <laughs> so they'll, they'll keep out. dropping all these quick little popcorn songs that are not good quality and they have I no tu- substance to them out. and they I expect it out. to go viral but it's, that's not and no. this and this trend of everybody doing covers I mean, I understand. You do covers to yeah. build your content. Build your content. You do covers to build your IG page. Online presence, You do covers but... for your presence because it draws attention to people because they're familiar with the songs that they hear pieces of in there. Yeah. But that's not what you want to release for a record yeah. and for yourself. Not I don't, something I would put money behind. Yeah, I don't agree with all of that because and no nobody credible is, is really, I would think, would put money behind that. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it done, but I wouldn't do it. I have seen it done as well with the artist that I work with last year. She mm-hmm. did a cover song of Aaliyah. And apparently that got her a lot of attention from the label. And But I don't... We're not going to get into that. I mean, is, <laughs> has she benefited? Did she get signed? She got signed, yeah. But that was literally the only cover song she ever did. I don't really know what her journey had been up to that point. Right. I'm not. I'm big on covers to just build your 
beard to content yeah. and, and stuff like that. You might do them in a show just because they got a little familiarity to people for the, to keep interested in your show or whatever. Yeah. But put throw one in there. But no, not, not that, to release for your for sure, your music. Make sure you're working on your own music. Yeah, not to release well. for your music. No. Yeah. No. And I. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I agree with you it's on bad. that. Because a, a particular artist that I'm thinking about, she had released a whole album of beautiful music of her own. Mm. And then I guess because it wasn't received, but it wasn't promoted, wasn't marketed. Yeah. Nobody knows about it. I guarantee you, ain't hardly nobody really ever heard it. Mm. And it's good stuff. So the, the artist start getting discouraged and they start just trying to do dumbing themselves down trying to do things just to be heard and mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I hate that and you, I and you said that, that earlier with oh, me oh I, yeah, I tell you that all the time when you started that rapping mess you just dumbing oh, yourself down when I went on here um, when Hugh Stephan was here a few weeks ago and we were like kind of getting things off mm-hmm. of our chest I told him I was like my stuff, my rap stuff, is the most mediocre stuff I have ever done. Dumbing yourself, but it's gotten the most attention in a short of time span. Of compared to my R and B stuff that I put way more of myself. And into. I know that's why you did it. But yeah. when a good, creative, strong artist have to feel like that's what they got to do, sad. that's a sad day for the industry to me. Yeah. That's just a sad time for the. Because you definitely dumbing yourself down for that stuff. That stuff I mean, is way below your level. Of- it's fun. Yeah, it. I explore my ratchet side. Like we said earlier, I got many sides to me. Right. <laughs> so I'm exploring my ratchet side with the rap stuff, but it's the most mediocre, mindless. Like, and I'm literally doing it the same way that some of these new rappers come to the studio and do it. Mm-hmm. Pick a beat on the spot. I didn't write anything. I had no idea what I came in to talk about. Mm-hmm. Didn't even have no particular experience in mind. Just, We're not even gonna get into. Let that. me let me just rap something real quick, and let me just keep making it rhyme, and hopefully it comes together to be a song. Right. We're so, not going to even get into that going big, in the studio and not being prepared. Big stuff. experiment. I ain't never understood. Maurice says he told me not to do the rapping. Shake my head. <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing <laughs> with the, uh, that's another thing. That's another thing. I done lost my train of thought. Oh I was getting gosh. ready to tell you some good stuff too. But that's another, man. It's so much we can talk about, but I'm not going to get into that. But that, I know what it was. Back in my day, Mm-hmm. In the days when I used to be out there, you created a song. You worked on that song before you took it to the studio. You 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 lived the song. You rehearsed it. You rehearsed the song. You might have done it a month or you, two you, before you, you ever you, go to the session. You 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 worked on that stuff because studio time was expensive, so you didn't want to go and in there wasting the way your that they time. recorded was different. Them tapes right. were expensive. Right, yeah. all that stuff. The whole recording the process musicians was, was, were expensive. Was, everything was expensive. Yeah. So. Nowadays, they don't even go in the studio prepared. They go in the studio just to be in there just and to write. Mess around. Go in there just write. We what? gonna write it in the studio. Do you know you paying about an hour to be up in there to be just in right? You could have done listen, that at home. Listen, and then they'll come with a group of them, right? But only one of them has money to pay for the session. The group wanna like look cool in the studio, but they're never really offering any kind of input into the song or giving any input on the quality of what's being recorded. It just looks cool to take pictures and say, hey, we going to man, the studio with bruh. Man. I, my management company is different. My management company, Lexi will tell you, I don't like people re- having their leads and they show tracks. I like for them to do their leads. live. Your background and shit can be in there, but I want people to know what you sound like. I want people to the, the, like in the old days, when Luther came on, you although, knew it was Luther. R. Kelly, you knew though, it was R. Kelly. Not all the sound systems, because one of my rapper friends explained yeah, this to me. I, he was I like, the sound system may not be good enough and I clear enough that. for you to be able to do it live. I get that. But the shouting over your own track, if you have yeah. leads, I hate that. I get, I, get, I get the sound system situation, and if the sound yeah. system is bad, have the backup there yeah. for you if you've got to do that. But... When most people do shows, they take their own sound systems. When you do big events, you take your own sound systems with you or you have a sound company come in. Mm-hmm. So your sound should be what you want your sound to be. That's why I, when I do my city to city tour, I take my DJ with my sound system so I know that my sound is straight yeah. for my artists. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, 
you don't want to. I I don't. What well, I don't want to pay to come and watch nobody just holler over their leads. Yeah. Uh, or or now, or, if I do that, then I'll make sure in between songs or at the end of it, I'll do something acapella. Like mm-hmm. just so y'all know this is real, and I actually do sound like what mm-hmm. it is on the track. Mm-hmm. I'll hit some acapella real that quick. That is the but... worst thing in the world for me. <laughs> I believe you should put that, and mm-hmm. I and I force my artists. I make my artists do that. What the acapella thing? The, uh, no, I make them With do the take them leads out. Yeah, we take them leads out. Now, if we, you know, I, I'll, they can have their track with the lead if they go into a hostile environment or a bad mm-hmm. uh, sound system or whatever. But if they own a show that I'm doing, the yeah. sound gonna be right. So I ain't gonna worry about the sound. Uh, yeah. They gonna they gonna get up there and they gonna perform. Yeah, they gonna perform. And when you really give it to them people and you really perform, they'll be like they were when you was up. Mm. They like. They into what you're doing. They glued. They listening. They catching your hooks. They starting to sing with you. That kind of thing. Honestly, uh, I feel like it was mostly old men, but... But I'm cool with that. I can grab certain attention, you know? It wasn't mostly old men. Because I was watching... I was watching, I watch everybody during the performances, and everybody was engaged. Mm. Even other artists were engaged. Yeah. Uh, And when we did the show at that Frozen place... When you did that Aaliyah thing, mm-hmm. you tore them up. Yeah, you tore that place was you, so quiet when you were singing that Aaliyah bit. You could have heard a pin drop. Yeah, in a club, and then when it was over, they just went to hooping and a hollering and going yeah. on. Man, that's how that's you, you you had them. <laughs> you had them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So at the end of the day. It's a lot we could talk about. It's a lot to cover. But at the end of the day, it's got to make sense. That's my thing. It's got to make sense. Whatever you do. That'll probably be the title of this lecture. It's got to make sense. That's my phrase. I use that in every instance. (laughs) It's got to make sense. It's got to make sense. And on that note, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this Lex chat. Thank okay. you so much. You go by, you want me to say Maximilian or Derek? It's or like... Maximilian, but most people call me Max. They Max. just say Max. All right. I'm going to keep that in mind. Thank you so much for all of the advice and the insights to how artists should consider promoting and, you know, interacting with the radio stations and how to get themselves out there and get themselves more exposure. Get out there. Get out there. Be hands on. Be hands on on and use more internet radio for promotion because it's going to be cheaper. What you can do with the FM, uh, you can do do what you can do with one FM station. What you can pay for one to do promotion on one FM station, you can probably do 10 internet stations. Yep. 10 of them. You get promotion on 10 different stations. So which one makes more sense, folks? Uh, Especially when you ain't got no money. Which one makes more sense? There you have it. Well, um, as we are closing out the show, remember a few of the events that I talked about Friday, August 26th, the uh, Black Label event space, the performance and listening party with Era Music. He's the artist that I did Deep Thoughts with. That's going to be on Friday, August 26th at 724 Monroe Drive, Northeast, Suite B in Atlanta, Georgia at 9 p.m., On Sunday, August 28th, I'll be performing for a fashion show in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And Thursday, November 10th, I'll be walking in the virtual Eleve fashion show. Sorry, Rue Eleve virtual fashion show. And make sure that if you know you want to stay up to date with these events and what I'm doing around the city or just around, make sure you stick close to my website at www.lexiatl.com where you will find show and ticket information there. L-E-X-C-A-T-L dot com. Again, make sure you check out my song Options, produced by Maurice Beats, which is available on all major streaming platforms. And make sure you go listen, run up those numbers. Remember, I got Lexi merchandise available for sale on my website at LexiATL.com. We got hats, we got wristbands, we got lighters with the built-in bottle openers, and we got Lexi posters, just a little something that y'all can hang on to from me hang on your wall, make it look real nice and pretty. I actually have to put up a picture uh, Mr. Flat Shoals sent me. They actually have my poster hanging up in their studio. 
which I think is very cute. So thank you so much, Mr. Flat Shows, for that. And thank you for submitting your song, Frida, which we listened to earlier in this Lex Chat episode. Remember, if you want your stuff to be reviewed live or you want me to do a YouTube review of your music, $25 for three songs, and I will play your music on Lex Chat or you will get your own dedicated video on YouTube. Send the payment to the cash symbol LexiATL and send me the links or the MP3s to my email, LexiSolo at gmail.com. And last but not least. Anybody so. that rates a, rates a, a 10 or she says is great, she sends me their stuff, I will put it in rotation. Get rotation on online radio station more exposure. So definitely make sure y'all take advantage of that Lex Rated because yes, this show is available on Game Changers Radio as well and it will be put into promotion, into rotation. Um, And the last couple of shout outs, remember iHookah ATL is a new club and lounge in Marietta, Georgia located at 2852 Delk Road. You can book that venue for birthdays, brunches, listening parties, etc. Email ihookahatl at gmail.com I-H-O-O-K-K-A-A-T-L at gmail.com or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. Shout out again to Tamir, the model, my guest from a previous Lex chat, who did my lashes for me. Make sure you hit him up and book him at Minked Lashed ATL, which is in Atlanta, in Buckhead, at 2198 Cheshire Bridge Road. He did my lashes. I love them. I just got to make sure I maintain them. You know what I'm saying? So you can find him at Tamir, the model, or go to at Mink Lashed ATL to book and make sure you request Tamir. He is now accepting new clients. And if you want me to give you a shout out, you or your business, email me at LexiSolo at gmail.com. Tell me about your business and I'll give you a shout out on LexChat. Donations are welcomed, of course. Um, We got all your announcements out. Yep, I want that lounge because I'm thinking about calling them about doing a show in there. Oh, see, there we go. Making connections. Um, and of course, thank y'all so much for watching the Lex chat. Thank you everyone who is tuned in live on Instagram watching. And if you are watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts, make sure you give me a thumbs up. Make sure you comment down below on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and hit the notification bell. So you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts, make sure you give me a five star rating so that this show will have more likelihood of being put in front of a bigger audience. And if you want to go that extra mile in supporting me, then consider becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com slash LexiATL, patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L. For as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron and get access to the episodes of these things as soon as I upload them, not when I make them public for the general public. That can mean the difference in weeks or even months sometimes of getting early content and you get content that I probably won't release like ever. So it's kind of like a cool little secret between us. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, or if, like I said, you just want to go the extra mile in supporting me, then you can do so by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash LexiATL. But thank y'all so much for tuning into the Lex chat this week. Thank you again to our guest, Maximilian from Game Changers Radio. Until next time, my name is Lexi. Maximilian. Peace. I wish there was another option. I've been in this space for too.